0: Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me here on Astros Baseball. It is Sunday, December 22nd. I am your host, Rob Fontenot. In this episode, I am going to talk about the Astros signing Joe Smith. They also signed Martin Maldonado. The decade is coming to an end, so there's all sorts of lists. I'm going to share with you the top 10 Astros of the decade. Also, Three Astros made the all-MLB decade team. A couple of former Astros, former Astros starting pitchers, they signed some contracts recently. And also, speaking of the end of the decade, there are seven teams that never made the playoffs, and four of them are from Major League Baseball. We're also going to talk about Star Wars, Fan Fest, and the Royal Rumble. We'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, let's dive right into this. Uh, Free agent signings for the Astros. We got two of them. Uh, The Astros signed Joe Smith to a two-year, $8 million contract. Uh, Joe Smith spent the last two seasons with the Astros. His last contract was two years, $15 million. So he actually took a pay cut. But he likes being in Houston. I don't know what else he was offered. I'm pretty sure if he was offered 15 to go somewhere else that he might have went. I don't think he took a $7 million pay cut to stay here, but I know he wants to stay here. He's got things going on. And at the end of the season last year, I said the Astros losing some bullpen guys and two guys they need to focus on keeping are Joe Smith and Will Harris. Will Harris is still there. I don't know if they're going to get him, but he's still there. So in the bullpen now, you got Osuna and Presley, who are awesome, joined by Smith. And then after that, you got Josh James, Brad Peacock, both of those guys could be the fifth starter. Devo's back. I, I, I was surprised about that. You got Abreu, who could make a splash. Armonteros, uh, Sneed, Deets, Sinel, Perez, but the Astros still need to sign Will Harris. And until he signed with someone else. I'm not going to give up on that dream of getting Will Harris back. So the other deal the Astros made is a two-year deal with Martin Maldonado, who we all lovingly call Machete. Uh, Feinsand, Mark Feinsand from MLB Network, said Maldonado turned down higher offers from other teams to return to Houston because he liked to be in Houston. So as you know, the Astros acquired... Uh, Martin Maldonado at the trade deadline the last two years, so I guess if you're if you want him on the team so bad, just go ahead and sign him. So some people think that the Astros signed Machete, not I mean he's a great defensive catcher, but more of a defensive move, more to keep him from playing with New York. And why would you say they don't want him playing for New York? Is because Garrett Cole had the most success when Maldonado was catching him. If you look at the stats, you've got a 2.47 ERA with Maldonado, 3.4 without him, or was someone else catching him? 185 batting average with Maldonado, 238 without him. So did the Astros... Do this defensively to keep them away from New York? I don't know. I mean, it it is part of it, but I don't think it's the reason. The reason, this is the reason I think it is. Let me break it down to you and give you the reason. It's money. We're watching the Astro, not the Astros, but we're watching other teams sign all these players. There's big trades going on. There's people signing other players, and the Astros are sitting on their hands and the reason why is money. So the tax threshold, when you have to pay that luxury tax, it's 208 million. So there's no there's no uh, salary cap, but you do have that tax threshold and it's 208 million and the Astros projected payroll is 225. so they're going to pay it. Jim Crane said he didn't want to do it. That could have had something to do with them wanting to trade Correa and Reddick. I know they would love to get rid of Reddick's $13 million. But, so what does it do? So they're going to pay, they're going to be $17 million over. It's going to be their first year to go over, and they're going to have to pay a 20% uh, tax on that. Not a lot of money for Jim Crane. Not a lot of money for a billionaire or a millionaire or whatever. It's a lot of money to me and you, but it's not a lot of money. So I would assume the Astros don't want to spend more than 225 I think they're going to make trades to pick up guys, but I don't think they want to go higher than this 225 And if you're waiting around for the Astros to uh, pick up some big-name pitchers, uh, it's not going to happen unless they make a trade for him. But let me tell you this. The Astros don't need to make all these moves. The Astros have Altuve, Yuli Gurriel, Bregman, Correa, wonderful infield. You've got Brantley, Springer, and then probably... Uh, Kyle Tucker in the outfield, now you got Maldonado, you have Justin Berlander, you have Grinke, you have Lance McCullers Jr. coming back, or The Astros have a lot of good players, and they don't have to make all these moves these other guys are making. They're picking up these good players, you're seeing them go to other teams, but we still have more better players than they do, so don't worry about it. The Astros have spent a lot of money building this team up. The young kids are coming up, and they're starting to get paid. And the Astros are good. They have a lot of good players, so don't fret. Don't worry yourself about them not making moves. All right, where do we go? All right, so let's go down here to this. So Dallas Keuchel, this happened a couple hours ago. He signed a three-year, five point five, I mean fifty-five point five million dollar contract with the White Sox, who are building a decent team. You got the Indians unloading all their guys, and the White Sox looking like they're trying to get to the playoffs this year. Uh, Keuchel, three years, fifty-five point five million. I believe I read there was an option for a fourth year that could take it up to 74000000 million. You've got former Astro Wade Miley, a two-year, $15 million deal with the Reds who keep trying to get better. Uh, no way the Astros are going to sign Wade Miley after his breakdown last season. All right, so what are we going to talk about here? So let me tell you this real quick before we take a break. Not going to be too long of a podcast, but Jeremy Frank is somebody that I have planned on bringing on the podcast. Uh, He tweeted this earlier today. As you know, the Angels got uh, Rendon from the Angels to play third base. Uh, Astros never going to get him. But he he put a little tweet out, and this guy always puts really cool stats out. He said, Mike Trout hitting 305 in his career. The person hitting behind Trout during his career has a batting edge of 262. Rendon in his career or his last three seasons, 310. So, how much better is Trout gonna be with somebody like that behind him? That's gonna be. Amazing to see. And you, as an Astro fan, see the Angels picking this guy up, and you start to worry, why aren't we getting anybody? Like I said, don't worry. We're good. We got Alex Bregman over there. We wouldn't pick that guy up anyway. So the Texas Rangers, they have a couple of decent pitchers already, but now they made a big deal for Corey Kluber. I think they also got Kyle Gibson. They've added two good arms, and they are going to have some pitching to go with that offense this year, so they're going to be better. The Angels will be better. Texas will be better, but the Astros still have more than these guys have. Kluber is good, but he's on the downslope. JV's probably better than him. Kyle Gibson, Grinke's probably better than him. And then you've got JV. I mean, you've got uh, Lance Precullers Jr. We're good. We're fine. We're okay. I think we do have some holes in the bullpen we need to fill. I don't know where they're going to get the money at, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. They're going to have to do something. So let me take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And I'm going to talk about uh, the top 10 Astros of the decade. We're going to talk about Robo-Ump's. We'll also talk about the Astros who made the all-Major League Baseball all-decade team. And then how many teams in the decades, in this past decade, how many teams failed to make the playoffs? That's a little interesting story. So we'll get to that. We'll talk about FanFest and the Royal Rumble. Why are we talking about the Royal Rumble here on Astros Baseball? You're going to find out. We'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right. So I just took a very small break. And while I was on break, I actually made a deal with Astros A to Z. So not too long ago, uh, Astros A to Z, if you don't know, he is on Twitter. And he sells baseball cards to raise money for his classroom. So recently I bought a Larry Durker card. It's an older card signed by him. And I thought it was really cool, so I got it. And I actually made a deal today for a signed card by Bob Watson, which is it's a card from 1973, and Alan Ashby from, I think it was about 83 or so. So now I got three cards, and I'm not a card collector at all, but I think they're really cool. Like, I have no interest in a card that comes out of a deck that says it's an official signed edition. I I just don't... I'm just not interested in those for some reason. I don't know why. I'd rather have an old, regular card that someone hands a guy and they sign it. That's what I'm interested in, and that's what I got. So anyway, Astros A to Z, future guest future guest on the show someday. We've been talking about it. And if he does get on, we're going to auction off some cards for you. I think I might give one away as a prize and auction off some more. Or just at least one. We'll see what happens. Let's get him on the show. All right. I had to get these numbers so I didn't say anything over. Uh, Number two here on the second half of the podcast. This should make uh, Mark you happy. The MLB and the umpires have agreed to a five-year deal, their labor deal, I guess that's what it's called, and they've agreed, the umpires have agreed to trial the robo-umps. I believe they may trial them in spring training, but it is going to be trialed somehow during the next five years. I don't know if the robot umps will be in MLB within these five years or after the five years, but they're going to at least try it. I'm pretty sure they're not happy about it, but I'm pretty sure Mark Yu is happy about it. Number three. Top 10 Astros of the decade. We're talking about the decade on today's show. Top 10 Astros of the decade. Number one, no-brainer, Jose Altuve. Now, two, they played 448 more games than any other Astro in the decade he plays. He played. And I, I want to say he plays for him, but he played in the decade from 2011 to the present. He led the team in runs, hits, RBIs, doubles, triples, and batting average. And he also had 13 home runs in the playoffs. Number two, this guy's been with the Astros since 2014. Your favorite and mine, George Springer. Uh, 744 games, which is third in the decade. And he led the Astros in the decade in home runs with 160. All-star three times, silver slugger twice, and he had 15 postseason home runs, which is the 11th all-time in Major League Baseball, tied with Babe Ruth, so I'm not gonna go over all the rest of these guys' stats. I'm just gonna <clears throat> just gonna go over the list. Number three, Dallas Keuchel. I think that's a decent pick. He was there in the uh, down years, but he also won a Cy Young, I think, in 2015. Uh, gold gloves, like every year. He was pretty good. Pretty good pitcher for the Astros, and he played a lot of seasons. JV comes in at number four after only being here a couple of seasons. It was like the end of 17 and then 18, 19, maybe two and a half years at the most. But he comes in at number four. He has done a lot for the team. I don't know if number four. I don't know if that's too high. I don't know how you feel about that. Let me keep reading the list. And you see if JV's a little too high here. Carlos Correa comes in at five. Is JV more important than Correa? Maybe. Uh, Alex Bregman number six. I would move him up. Uh, Yuli Gurriel number seven. Marvin Gonzalez number eight. Uh, I think I, I would have thought Marvin Gonzalez would, would have been ahead of Yuli and maybe even Bregman or at least Correa. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez at eight. Colin McHugh at number nine. I think that's well-deserved. He was the one-two punch with uh, Dallas Keuchel. Been around for a while. I think he had pretty good success. He had a good year in the bullpen uh, a couple years ago. And number 10, Will Harris, who leads all Astros in games pitched with 309. 309 games Will Harris pitched for the Astros. Hopefully, they will bring him back. So there's another decade team, but it's the all major league baseball all decade team. And the Astros were represented by three guys. Jose Altuve at second base. And Zach Grinke, who I believe he played for um, he played for six teams in the decade, so I don't know if you really consider him an Astro. He's just been here like half a season. He is an Astro now, but, you know, I don't know. He's not really an Astro on this list, but he is an Astro. JV, like I said, two and a half years, he also made the list. But mostly what he did was in Detroit, but what he accomplished in Detroit in those seven years or so he accomplished pretty much the same things in his short stint with uh, the Astros. So I consider him an Astro as well. So three guys from the Astros on the all-decade team. I kind of think of Grinky as a Dodger or a Diamondback. I don't even remember him playing for the Royals, but I know that. I think that's where he started. So let's go to number five. Um, this past decade, I don't know if you saw this story written. But it wasn't really wasn't really a story, it was just a it's just a picture somebody posted on Twitter. But in the past decade there have been 7 major sports franchises that failed to make the playoffs in this past decade. 7. From basketball NBA the Sacramento Kings I don't really watch basketball, so I don't know how shocked I am at that, but only one team, only one team didn't make the playoffs. Zero teams from NHL. Uh, Football, you have the Cleveland Browns, who have been horrible for a long time, and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Bucks have been bad for a while, but I, I mean, I probably would have bet you that they made the playoffs once, at least once. So you go to baseball, out of the seven, four of them are from MLB. And as you know, MLB with the uh, different salary cap, not really salary caps, but some teams have a player that makes more money than the entire 25, 26 guys on other rosters. So, you know, baseball is a little lopsided, and that's why they have four out of seven. Four teams in MLB did not make the playoffs. So try to think about it for a few seconds before I ruin it for you. I'm not sure if you guys enjoy when I do this, but just think about it. Give you a second. The four teams who haven't made the playoffs. Seattle Mariners is one of them. Did you say Seattle Mariners? The other team seems pretty easy, but you may think maybe. Maybe they might have made it once. Because they had a lot of good guys on their team at one time. Miami Marlins. They never made it. The other team who may change this, they signed Manny Machado, the San Diego Padres. They've never made the play. They didn't make the playoffs the last 10 years. And the Chicago White Sox, who, have, who just signed Dallas Keuchel, they... They signed their first base in Abreu. I know they got another really big name. I think the White Sox are going to make the playoffs pretty soon in this next decade. And they will not be on this list the next time. They shouldn't. But maybe they will be. Who knows? So to end the old podcast, if you live in the Houston area or you just feel like driving over there, January the 18th is FanFest. If you've never been there, the tickets are online. They're free. Uh, you can throw some balls in the bullpen, take some hits in the batting cages. I think those two things cost money. Uh, they have autograph sessions. I think you got to pay for that as well. It's free to get in, but all that other stuff costs money. But anyway, it looks like people have a lot of fun. And it uh, the tickets, I think they're available already. But FanFest, January... The 18th. And finally, the Royal Rumble. Why are we talking about the Royal Rumble? Why are we talking about wrestling on a baseball podcast? I'll tell you why. On January 26th, 2020, the Royal Rumble will be at Minute Maid Park. I don't know how that's going to be set up, if it's going to be in the dirt, who knows? Will I be going? No. I don't know how many of you will be going, but I just wanted to tell you. I just wanted to mention it because they play at the home of the Houston Astros. So once again, let me go over this again. The Astros haven't really done a lot in free agency, and I thought it was because of the allegations. And let me tell you this. I saw something, and I wish I could have found it. So, see what happens when I go 10 days without doing a podcast. I lose all my little tweets. But, they haven't had anyone come forward. There's no evidence of the Astros doing any wrongdoing in 18 and 19. The Astros have already acknowledged... They have already admitted whatever word you want to use that they used, they illegally used the feed from the center field camera. They did not say that they put another camera there. They were using one that was already there. So they were doing it. They were aware that they were doing it. They've already admitted this. I don't know if you've read this or not, but they have admitted it. But the good thing, the positive thing about this, I've said it before, positive thing about this, the Yankees were fined for cheating that year, 2017, and the Red Sox, they were using Apple Watches to, to relay the signs to the hitters. They got in trouble that year. So if the allegations narrowed down, even Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole was on the team after the World Series, and he said that he knows nothing. He knows nothing of anything illegal going on in Houston. So he's either a stand-up guy, unlike Mike Fires, or it really wasn't happening. So you've got some witnesses coming forward saying it wasn't happening in 18 and 19, and there's I don't think there's any proof. I think that's what the story said, and it's going to be narrowed down to 2017, hopefully, And I don't think the penalties will be that bad. And the reason I'm mentioning this is I had said that I think free agency is slow because of the penalties, but it's the money. And don't worry about it. The Astros are going to be good. They just need to... Maybe it'll take some... uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll take some young guys stepping up, but the bullpen needs some help. But if the starters do their jobs you know, we'll see what happens. Peacock should be good. James. I mean, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. I think the Astros are going to be successful. And one last thing, my son is home from the Navy. He's at his mom's house actually. And he'll be here on the 23rd. And then we're traveling to Oklahoma City to go visit my parents. And we're going to take my grandson over there to see them as well. So we're looking forward to spending Christmas over there. And uh, that's it, folks. I appreciate you tuning in to the podcast today. I appreciate all of you that listen. And if I don't speak to you through the podcast before the year's up, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. I hope you have a New Year's. And be safe. Be safe out there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Astros Baseball.